welcome to Universal After Dark, a Universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Hello and welcome to another edition of Universal After Dark. I am Nick and uh, as always I am joined by some of the finest people that the After Dark Network has to offer. Uh, So firstly we've got Mr D. Good evening. Uh, We've also got Luke as well. Hello. Ah Luke, it's been far too long since we spoke. Oh quite, quite. Can I just say that Polly D just barely sounds like Christopher Ripley? <laughs> Whoa, hang on a second. <laughs> and it's me, I'm back. I was going for Bella Lugosi, actually. <laughs> Are they not the same person? Have you ever seen Bella Lugosi and Chris Ripley in the same room together? I think not. I mean, I've not seen Chris Ripley in any room of anyone, so... That's <laughs> it might just be a figment of my imagination. Well, Amanda, it's a pleasant surprise to have you here. I didn't see you lurking in the shadows. I'm so excited um, to be back. Well, good. I'm glad to hear it. So, I mean, I suppose really the right thing to do would be to, to take off the crown that I'm, I'm wearing <laughs> and pass it back to the Queen. I mean, it's a very delightful crown. <laughs> it's, for those that can't see, it's the Burger King crown. <laughs> the Burger King oh. crown with scribbled pumpkins on it. <laughs> yeah, we, we have no budget. We have no budget. <laughs> we're cheap around here. <laughs> right, well, Amanda, the floor is yours. Thank you. I am so glad to be back. I'm so glad to be back hosting the podcast. Um, kind of sad to take away from it because I know it's way squidder, but would it be Universal After Dark if I wasn't talking crap for an hour and a half? Probably not. No, it'd be Diz After Dark. So, yeah. <laughs> Two and a half hours. Honestly. <laughs> I feel like I was just saying before we started recording, like I've I've not been on the internet for a couple of weeks. So I'm a little bit behind, but the bits that I do know about, I've just been dying to talk about with people. And I feel like that's what I miss the most about. That means you've missed loads and loads about Brexit. Ah. No, wait a minute. I'm sure I can survive. So Amanda, I mean, you've taken some time away from the internet. Like, Mm -hmm. do you feel more pure? Um, honestly, yeah, because my days haven't been filled with, like, vulgar memes. Yeah. Or, like, having just been, like, I feel like my brain is a little bit less polluted, but then I've had to be, in, like, interacting with real-life people, and I don't know what's scarier. Mm. Ooh, yeah, that sounds rough. I know, honestly. I'm, like, I've had to have real-life interactions with real-life people. It's been strange. <laughs> you have my condolences. <laughs> <laughs> But it's nice. It's nice to just take a little break sometimes and then, like go out for tea and not be on your phone and have actual conversations. Yeah. So it's been strange, but also very, very nice. So I'm happy. Talking about tea. Hey. Did you just say you went out for tea? Yeah. Like, but yeah. when I'm saying tea, I mean like like the good stuff. No, no. Well, yeah. I'm talking like what you call dinner is what I call tea. Oh. I know we're weird or not. <laughs> if Craig was here, Craig would get me. And, and dinner can be lunch as well. Don't, yeah. don't even ask. No, I call there. lunch, dinner, and dinner tea. <laughs> it gets confusing. But anyway, speaking of tea and drinks and liquids, we need to kick this off like we always do with what we're drinking. So, Nick, seeing as I've just taken the crown from you, I'll let you go first with what you're drinking. 
Uh, I've, I've, I'm currently drinking some pe- cherry Pepsi Max. I might go and crack open a Coors Light to celebrate. Oh, damn. Fancy, fancy. Okay. Paulie D, what are you drinking? Still on the G&T for me. Started uh-huh. a while ago. So I didn't realise until last week I was going to a festival and we're in the car on the way down and my friend just pulled out these cans from a bag and I thought it was like... At like I don't know, like some kind of like fancy soft drink, and I didn't realize that they did G and T in a like ready made in a can. Yeah, they do. Yeah, Absolutely. I was like, wow. I don't know if that's fancy or very not fancy. I can't decide. It depends how desperate you are for booze. <laughs> I mean, it's, handy. it's convenient. <laughs> I mean, just ask uh, Diane Abbott. Yeah, just keep a couple in your glove box, and then we get stopped by the cops. You want to <laughs> show them your paperwork? G and T's pop out. That won't look. Suspicious at all. No, I'd be like, do you want mine? Want to share? Don't don't get confused though, because the the cans of gin and tonic are the same size and shape as uh, Coca Cola Energy. And for those that listened to last week's Disaster Dark, um, you'll know that I had an, an experience with that. I think that's the only thing I can say about that right now because of the legal teams. <laughs> okay, well, move move swiftly on to Luke. What are you drinking? I am drinking a mini Coca-Cola. A mini? <laughs> yeah. Like a little tiny Mexican? Yeah. They're like super small. I don't know why, but you know. Fancy. Fancy, fancy. Okay, so I'm drinking a cup of tea today. And being very so not... Like eating dinner while podcasting? Honestly, yeah. Like, who knows, who knows what I'm talking about anymore? <laughs> but... Basically, it was really sunny today, and I didn't know because I I work like 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 you can't see what's like outside where I work, and I kept seeing my dad putting things on Instagram. I put, he's got a hot tub, basically, and every time it's a little bit sunny outside, he just gets the hot tub out. So he kept posting all stuff on Instagram, and I was like, I didn't even know it was sunny. It was really cold when I was on my way to work. So I drove to his house after work and sat in the garden, had some beers, and spectated the hot tub. I didn't get in because it was still too cold for me. <laughs> I was like, you guys can do that. Like, I am like, no, not for me, thank you. I don't think I'll ever be warm enough in England for me to want to get in a hot tub. Surely, I mean, I don't know. I've never I've never owned a hot tub because um, I live in Essex. But the, the name hot tub suggests that it's going to be hot. Is it not I like mean, a heater in there or something? The problem is when you, when you get in it, you don't want to yeah. get out of it. That's, That's it, exactly. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't really want to like get into my bikini when I know that it's cold. <laughs> I feel you, sister. Honestly. Yeah. So I was like, no, I'll just chill on the outside. It's cool. I'll drink my beers. So I feel like I've had enough beer. So that's why I'm having a cup of tea. Very and also, <laughs> because I'm trying to catch up on stuff, I'm like, I feel like I don't want to be doing this drunk. <laughs> Lord knows what I'll say. Just hear it when you get in the hot tub and it takes you back to the 1980s. Honestly, yeah. That's a reference to Hot Tub Time Machine, by the way. Yes. I haven't seen that in a long time. Isn't there a Hot Tub Time Machine too? Yeah, don't watch it though. Yeah, it's awful. Still, yeah, oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty funny. Though. Yeah. Yeah. That second one was uh, a chore. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, agreed. Second, sequel comedy syndrome. Oh. Because of because of ego that just dropped this this week, but basically, if if you 
listen to other podcasts of the After Dark Podcast Network, or if you don't, we've got loads of shows now. And we just released an episode of Ego this weekend where um, we talked about people's favourite ever sequels. And one of my friends uh, recommended Airplane 2, the sequel. I'd always put it off because I like the first Airplane film so much. It's a universal film, so that's all right. I can talk about it down here. But mm-hmm. I watched Airplane 2, the sequel, and it is nowhere near as good as the first Airplane. No. Not to touch me. Yeah, I mean, but look, I mean, as comedy sequels go, it's not, yeah. it's not that bad. But yeah, that first one. it's D. In its day, it was probably funnier, but yeah, maybe it still wasn't as good as the original. No, classic. Well, I mean, before we get into all the universal stuff, speaking of films, there's just something that I wanted to touch on real quick, and it, it it's got a horror link to it. So, I mean, I feel like it's okay. As my podcast, I'll do it. I won't really, honestly. So, I went to see Pet Cemetery. Yep, and. I love the original Pet Cemetery, and I was super, super excited about this, and I was sat in the cinema watching it, and I just was getting the vibe that everyone around was. Wait, so did you finish the film or no? No. No. <gasps> Very rarely do that, but I did it this weekend on another film. Oh, um, really? Endgame? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, now. I did walk out on that, actually, but, but only, to, only to split it into two parts. But uh, then I went back to see it in its full glory. But no, book smart. Really? Yeah, I did not like it. Just thought it was trying too hard. Wait, what what was it? Book smart. But I mean, I guess I'm not target audience, to be fair. What, you're not a teenage girl? No. No. I mean, it's, you know, I know know it's easy to mistake me for one, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's um, it's supposed to. They're, they're saying it's like the female super bad. Oh right, okay. So it's, try, it's trying to be. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. It's trying too hard. Right. Personally, that's what we. You know, everybody's other opinions are available, but I did. I did fall asleep for a Universal film. Yeah. Yeah, I fell asleep during the Life of Pets two, Secret Life of Pets two. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, I think that's all you need to say on that. I'm going to be real. I haven't seen Secret Life of Pets 1. Secret Life of Pets 1 is, is not bad. And I mean, this, this sequel wasn't, wasn't awful. I just found it a bit bland. And uh. it just, I was a bit tired as well, to be fair. I saw it on a Sunday afternoon and I was a bit tired. And so that probably didn't help, but I just didn't find it very engaging. And before anyone says like, oh, it was a kid's film, what do you expect? No, I expect, I expect a kid's film to be able to entertain me in the same way that any film can entertain somebody. Yeah. So I don't, I don't buy that nonsense. Um, it, come, it doesn't, I think it comes out in America this week. We got it early, I think, because of half term. Uh-huh. So we've had it for a couple of weeks now. But um, yeah, I just, I just found it a bit... Mm, um, and I believe, well, definitely in Hollywood, they're putting in a Secret Life of Pets attraction. I would be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if we get one at Universal Studios. I've almost gone into the first segment without realizing it. Is what's done? God's You're sake. a pro. I'm an idiot because you haven't started the first segment yet, Amanda. Well, I mean, take it away. 
<laughs> okay, well, this, this, go ahead. This, 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 is, this is now Universal Park News. The Universal Theme Parks News Roundup is sponsored by WP Magic Journeys. To find great prices for your next Disney holiday, as well as letting someone take the stress of booking your fast pass and dining reservations, contact Wendy at wpmagicjourneys.com or WP Magic Journeys on social media. Mention Diz After Dark for $25 off your deposit. It is a smart way to book your dream Disney holiday. Yeah, I'll put the music in edit. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I liked what you did. It was very Bill and Ted, but yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Secret Life of Pets is getting a, an attraction in Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios, Universal Studios Hollywood next year. Um, but it would not surprise me if we probably get his replacements like Shrek or something. <gasps> no. no. Why, why, why are you saying no? <laughs> uh, have you seen how many times we've been going on that? I mean, I know, but I was like, I don't know what's, I don't know what's wrong with you. I'm with you, buddy. I think it's, I think it's all right. Yeah. I don't think it's as bad as people make out. I mean, really I like clever it. pre-show. Oh, yeah, but that pre-show is... Uh... Having said that, I think it's out of state. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen Secret Life of Pets, but I have seen the Secret Life of Pets floats in the parade. Oh, yeah. And I think they're adorable. So if they were going to put stuff like the the little dogs that they have on, on the floats, if they were to put stuff like that inside the Shrek pre-show in the same kind of way that they have like Pinocchio's like nose sticking out and stuff like I think that would be cool I'm sure they could make like a, a cool video for it yeah I haven't seen Secret Life of Pets either so me neither sorry they've got the they've got the parade float haven't they uh-huh. seen the parade float yeah that was their last time so I think it's Kevin interesting. Hart as the bunny <laughs> you know what? That that was one of the better things about the sequel is because in the f- spoiler alert for a five year old film, <gasps> but um, <laughs> yeah, we can't listen. <laughs> but but Kevin Hart's uh, bunny character in the first one is a little bit of a villain, and because he's a, he's a feral animal, but in the sequel he's like become domesticated, and his oh. character was a lot more fun in this one than it was in the first one. So that was one of the, the positives for it. But, nice. Yeah. Is it on Netflix? You know? It's hard to say because we don't get the same Netflix. Oh, yeah. So we don't always get the same stuff. But um, it would shock me if it wasn't on some kind of streaming service by now. Yeah. Our Netflix is full of upstairs, downstairs, and Downton Abbey. I, don't, I saw a trailer for Downton Abbey when I was at the cinema the other day watching Rocket Man. Have we gone to see that? Well, Rocket oh, Man, Rocket Downton Man. Abbey. Well, I've seen Rocket Man. Rocket Man is. Oh, it is become one of my all-time favorite films after one watch yeah. i absolutely adored it but yeah down to the movie i've not even seen any of the episodes so i won't even though i've got an unlimited card i won't be seeing that i didn't even know that was the thing that was happening yeah it's a thing yeah 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 how long was our internet break for <laughs> to be fair they announced it last summer I mean, Downton Abbey's set in, like, 1914, Amanda. Christ, you've been away a long time. time, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, but, yeah, I think a Secret Life of Pets thing would be cool. Like, they've been... It's obviously going to come to the park 
anyway or the new park but i'm feeling like it's going to come to universal um studios i think they need to do an illuminations area so i don't know if because obviously we've got at the moment we've got bruce house on one side and we've got shrek on the other side Mm-hmm. And they've got DreamWorks and they've got Illumination. I I kind of want to. I'd be shocked if they didn't use one of those studios as an anchor for the third gate. I think Downton Abbey. I mean, that's the rumor we've got to start. Downton Abbey third gate. Yeah. Like better start watching it then. <laughs> like tea in the drawing room, my lord. Now nah, like dinner. But <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's pretty much an episode of Downton Abbey. <laughs> Definitely Wait, is that what it's like? Downton Abbey, it's like, it's kind of like upstairs, downstairs, if you want to know what that is. But... I have no idea. It's about yeah. rich people that live in a house and they've got servants. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's very good. Wow. It's, it's classy, which is why I can't watch it. Um, we're late, we were late coming to the Downton Abbey party. We only watched that like last year, and then we binged on on all of it. And there's a lot of it. Oh, wow. um, I don't really know what to say. Say to that. Yeah. But yeah. but going back to the illumination thing in general, um, I saw that they've made um, oh, what's it called? Minions, Minions Escape? No, what's it called? Mini Mayhem. Um, I, I saw they've made it two D. I thought that was just in Hollywood. Well, it is for now, but it, like I wonder because it's really funny because like on this uh, no Discover DLP I do far too many podcasts um, on Discover DLP we were talking about the fact that they'd made Ratatouille in Disneyland Paris temporarily two D. That's a three D attraction, and we were wondering if that was because they're opening it up in Epcot and they were deciding whether or not to make it two D or three D. Um, but I just thought it was interesting that they made it 2D in Hollywood because to me that is that attraction works because of the 3D well yeah because it's a it's a 4D attraction isn't it well, well yeah it is 4D attraction like yeah uh, I don't yeah. know yeah it's praise and just move around yeah Weird. it took two whole Ds away what the heck I know <laughs> But to be fair, I like in the whole time that Minion Mayhem's been there, I think I've only been on it two times. Yeah. They like, recently added a single riders too. Well, it was like a temporary single riders line. Oh. Which never had before. Queue, though, I mean, it's one of the first rides you hit as you enter the park. Yeah. yeah. Like that's how I gauge how busy the park's going to be. Yeah. Like if it's an hour plus, I know that I'm fricked. Like it's going to be a busy day. <laughs> If it's like thirty minutes and below, I'm like, oh, it's still quiet today. But if it's ten, then, then you're in for the best day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I used to like it when it was when it was Hanna Barbera. I loved it, and then when it changed to Jimmy Neutron, I was like, yeah, something it's all right. And then I like Minions, but I, I don't know. I just I've only been on it twice since it's been Minions. Yeah, it ain't all that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, but what, so if they were gonna change that, if they were gonna put something in that area, then to say they were gonna do Secret Life Pretzel Shrek is, and they've got minions on the other side, what else could they put there, and where could they put it? 
I mean, given that you know it does get a good crowd, so I don't see why they would change it. And people, yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Minion is like huge. Yeah. I mean, I mean, when I say change it, I mean change it for something else. They might take away the 3D. I wonder if it's going to be motion sickness. I don't know, because they have a little bit at the beginning, like, at, well, at the front of the um, little screen bit that's, that doesn't move. Hmm. I think that's, like, quite a big area. And I feel like with, with 3D things, like, you can always just take glasses off. Yeah, it's only a little blurry. I don't know. But then I feel like the way that um, quality of the films that they use now is, I don't know if there's a need for things to be 3D anymore. Yeah, that's true. If it's like a big IMAX screen. Yeah, that's it. Like, I know that when they were doing Fast and Furious, like, we all expected that to be 3D. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, like, Luke, when we went for the soft opener and he had, like, signs everywhere that were kind of alluding to the fact that you would have had to wear 3D glasses. Well, like, the, we just assumed that was how it's going to be, and then there wasn't really a need for it. The Hollywood version is in 3D because it's part of the t- Not just because it's part of the top, but that is in 3D there. So that's probably why. Because it's the same ride. It's the same ride footage, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm not like the biggest fan of 3D things anyway. Like if a film comes out and it's got a 3D option, I always feel like I'd rather see the non-3D one. Maybe I'm boring. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm just not super into it. Yeah, it's not. It really depends. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big 3D fan, but at the cinema, I've had more, I've had worse 3D experiences, more more often than worse 3D experiences than 2D experiences. And if I was at home, I've got a setup at home. I've got a 3D TV in that. 3D at home, because I've tweaked it, it, it looks great. But I can see why people don't want to necessarily see it all the time at the cinema. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just that trade-off, you know, the 3D versus the the fact that the image is darker. Yeah, and I feel as well, like, I I might just be being boring again, but when I'm going on a ride, I I can't avoid with 3D glasses. (laughs) Like, I feel like I'd rather just not have them. Like, I I love Spider-Man. Spider-Man's one of Mm. my favourite rides ever. But I feel like, you know, I know they just updated the the video a little while ago, but I feel like if they were going to update it again and just do it, like, in really, really good, crisp, clean quality and took away the 3D, I would be fine with that. Yeah. Like, I'm fine. I don't think it needs 3D. But, yeah, because the ride also has, like, the sets, too, that you go through, which are cool to look yeah. But the thing, the whole, for me, the whole thing with 3D is the, the kind of depth like if yeah. if Freddy's done properly, then it's not just things poking you in the face. It's it actually makes things look bigger. Like if you look at Kong, for example, like that looks like there's these huge rainforests that you're going through or huge jungles that you're going through, and that's because of the 3D. If that was flat, it wouldn't look as impressive. The 3D is really there to give you depth, and if it's done right. It's great, but for far too long in films and also certain attractions, 
the 3D is almost just a gimmick to make things come near to your face. Yeah, and plus Hong Kong, I feel like they tell you to put the glasses on at the wrong time. Like, they tell you to put the glasses on just before you're going through the room with all the big bats. Right, So then you cut, like, and they're, like, amazing to look at, but you can't see them if you've got the glasses on because it's too dark. Yep. Yeah, it's too, that room's too dark for 3D. So that, that's the problem. Like Mr. D said there, like it's the balance between getting something, you know, clear and bright and getting something, you know, with like extra depth or something. And if it's done properly, you'd like it should be it should be adjusted to allow the the extra kind of light to go through the glasses. But mm-hmm. especially when you go to the cinema, that's not the case. With rides, I don't find that. I don't find like, you know, um Gringotts is a great example. I don't think that is made any darker because of the 3D. Because it's supposed yeah. to be a bit dark anyway. Uh-huh. But yeah. I can see everything really clearly. Like nothing looks too dark that I can't see it properly. And that's because they've, they've you know, thought about that when they've made that film or, you know, they've adjusted the projectors, whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I think sometimes I rely on it too much as a gimmick. And Universal is obviously very famous for having, you know, it's, it's 3D attractions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I like. I, don't, I just don't feel like I'm not bothered about. Like, I'm not bothered if they take the three D away from Armenian Mayhem. I'm not bothered if we never see a three D attraction again. Honestly, however, um, <laughs> so our gorgeous Christopher had posted something on his blog today that piqued my interest. And it was about the old Terminator show building. I thought you might bring this up. Mm-hmm. So I think that we actually spoke about this a while ago when, when we first found that they were closed in Terminator and we were like, what could they do? And we were like, classic, a classic monsters thing would be ideal or some kind of horror-themed thing because it leads you into the gift shop that's next to our makeup show. Like, you both, you both come out the same area so that's what would make sense but then all this Jason Bourne stuff started going on and we were like what is happening but then today Christopher Ripley posted a blog with a rumor of a classic monsters themed attraction going into that show building and I'm so down for that hell yeah so his oh, whole, sorry, Gwenpoi, do what was that? Watch out for tomorrow's blog past. My, my blog, I'm going to post Don't Nabby. It's going to be confirmed. <laughs> That's for sure thing. <laughs> Hashtag down to Nabby third guy. Basically, everything's getting replaced in Universal and it's all going to be down to Nabby. Hashtag world grandfather's going to Universal Orlando. They're going to pick up that building from the UK, fill in an Epcot, <laughs> put it right into Universal. Absolutely. That's the peak of my dad's now. Seriously, I'd love to see a classic monsters attraction. So the, the question really is for me with this classic monsters attraction is: Are we looking at 1930s classic monsters, or are we looking at? That's my son. You can hear in the background, by the way. Um, <laughs> An angel. <laughs> um, is it is it going to be that, or is this going to be based around the new series that's going to be coming out? next year or the year after from Blumhouse? Well, that's a very good question because 
that's another thing that I've missed when I'm not being on this podcast is that I haven't been able to talk about the Invisible Man, which our build. lovely Lee Wanell is going to be taking the reins of. Building it on her, though, would they, would they build it on something that hasn't been tried and tested, do you think? Well, the thing is, like, all all the rumours that we've heard about this new gate and it having, like, a classic monsters-themed land in there, I'm like, would they do a classic monster-themed land and then do a classic monster-themed attraction here? And it's going off of Chris's post, like, obviously this is just a rumour and it's, like, it's just speculation. Um it would still be a show type setting like what Terminator was because they still have like all the stage and stuff in there so it would be like a stage kind of thing. So would it be running around? Honestly, maybe. Frankenstein's going to come out on a motorcycle. I'm going to hold his hand. (laughs) (laughs) So so what about if, and again, we're we're speculating here so we, we, we don't know. Obviously, there's been the rumours about Universal Monsters being part of the third gate. So then you think, well, why would they do something in the park? What about if what they were doing now was putting in a Universal Monsters attraction to kind of get everybody up to speed and aware of those characters? So when that third gate opened, there was this like big anticipation for it? Maybe. Maybe, maybe. I mean, they've they've redone all of that gift shop now. So that's another thing that I've I've missed in my time away was that the the old gift shop. There was kind of like a, a like a mixture of everything. Like they had some classic monster stuff in there. They had a lot of like superhero stuff in there. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. They had a little bit of Terminator stuff left over, but now it's being completely redesigned into. A classic monsters store so they have all kinds of decorations like a hearse some old halloween horror nights props like it looks really cool i'm really really excited to see it in real life and that's it makes sense that it's next to the horror makeup show but that's where the exit doors are to the old terminator building as well so in chris's blog he's like it would make sense if that's what was going to happen because then you're going out into a gift shop themed to that attraction. Like, because otherwise, what else would they do? Rip all of that store back out if they're going to do a Jason Bourne? Yeah. Like, I just don't know. I mean, I could sorry, see... Sorry, Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> I mean, I could... You know, the way I could see this potentially going is... Because, I mean, the third gate's going to be a few years away. So if they can put something in there now, because it's basically been unused for, what, two years? Coming up to two years? Yeah. So if they put something in there now, which is, you know, almost on a temporary basis, but for Universal Monsters, and once that third gate opens, you know, close it down and turn it into something else, because the Universal Monsters stuff will then be over in another park. It's a big investment, though, isn't it, to, to rub yeah. off it, de- it, de- it depends. I mean, you're you're right, but I mean, I would doubt that they'd be spending like millions of dollars into a Universal Monsters attraction. I mean, what could this this attraction could be a show similar to Terminator Two? It could be a museum, like an interactive museum. We've got no idea what this could even be. But I mean, they could even like 
do what Disney likes to do at the moment with that theatre in, in Epcot and just show like clips of Universal Monsters. Don't have to actually turn it into attraction. If they're if they're putting in a fully fully fledged attraction that's going to cost a few million quid, then that's not going to be going anywhere anytime soon. But if they're going to use this as almost like, like a blue sky idea, you yeah, know. it sounds like it's a fully fledged attraction. They're building on it at the back of the the facade and the show building, so it's it's fairly major. It's not it's not just a you know a superficial job. And, and maybe what they they might do is put something traditional Universal Monsters in in there, and the third gate will be n- the new Universal Monsters. Game of Thrones. Or Game of Thrones. There's, there's room for everything. But you know what I mean? I, you know, that, that could be another thing, you know, because again, what they're going to have to do with the Invisible Man, I know that, that, that we're all familiar with the story of the Invisible Man, but a lot of people may not be. Mm-hmm. And so... With, with this new film from Blumhouse and this new franchise they're starting, it's almost starting from scratch for a lot of these characters and certainly the way that Universal make these characters because, you know, they're Dracula, they're Frankenstein, they're Wolfman, they're all different to other, other interpretations. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'd be, you know, obviously I'm, I'd be excited to see a, a classic Universal Monsters attraction. But it then just kind of conflicts with why would they do that in that park if they are going to put that in the in the new park unless it's going to be the new ones. Yeah. Very yeah, very very mean. trim. Yeah, I just. Yeah, I don't know that they would. So I know that the new mummy got a lot of hate. Yeah, I right, liked so. it. Still haven't seen it. It's <laughs> Miss Steve. You've seen it. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was. I mean, I really wanted to like it. I wanted to reboot the whole classic monsters franchise, and I thought it was—I thought it was good in parts. But I understand why people overall don't really like it. There was some stupid stuff in it as well. It was—it was basically it was impossible. Yeah, yeah. That was a problem. It's Tom Cruise, man. Like, I just can't—I can't gel with Tom Cruise. For like, me, Tom Cruise wasn't... I don't think I've liked any Tom Cruise thing since Interview with the Vampire. Okay, I thought you were going to see it ever. Set it straight, Mr. D. I mean, the Mission Impossible, <laughs> the Mission Impossible franchise is one of yeah. the great franchises. It and, is. It is. Um, what's that? What's the... Tom Cruise has made some really good films, and he's done some really good running in some really good films. And he, and... Oh wait, I like Jerry Maguire. <laughs> Okay. okay, that was Rain Man. <laughs> um, Rain Man. Rain Man. No. Uh, Born on the 4th of July. Live, Die, um, Edge of Tomorrow. That's oh, yeah. Live, Die, Repeat, yeah. Yeah, that's Edge a great film. Um, yeah, it is. But Underrated. Yeah. He, can, he, can, no idea. he can be very hit and miss, but it, yeah. they basically tried to make The Mummy too much of an action film. Yeah. And they made that key mistake in saying... This is the start of a franchise. These are the films we've got lined up. These are people we're going to have appearing in them before that first one came out. Yeah. What's safe with what, to me, what's safe with what Blumhouse is doing is one, Blumhouse in general seems to have a really good uh, track record of making quite low budget films become really successful. And like because of, because of how they operate, 
and you know the care there, and it's it's a lot smaller. Like you know, that mummy film was a, a big tentpole release. Yeah? yeah, so there was a lot of people involved in it, and there was a lot of people that probably were trying to change bits and pieces of it and say we need to do this, we need to do that. Very much a committee thing. Bloomhouse would be a lot smaller production. There'd be a yeah, lot yeah. less of that kind of involvement. And it's it is tough. I tell you, I tell you why it's tough, right? Because if you, if you think about it, right, originally the classic monsters in their day, and we're talking about the 1930s here, right? In their day, they were horror films. They were horrific. You know, they were they were shocking. And and you're absolutely right. What was wrong with the mummy was it was too much. And that's that's going to be the problem because a proper horror film is going to alienate some of the audience that Universal probably wants to draw in. So they're they're in a tough spot really if they're going to try and reboot the classic monsters franchise because is it a horror film or is it an action film? It can't be both. Bloomhouse tried that with the Mummy and it failed. Yeah, Bloomhouse will definitely be aiming that to be a horror film. Yeah. Which means it's going to play to a certain audience. Yeah. Me. But it isn't going to have the massive <laughs> mass market appeal of an action film. It, it, it won't, but at the same time, you know, look at how popular Halloween, take a shot, Halloween Horror Nights is mm-hmm. as a thing. There is a, there's a big audience for horror. Look at how successful it was. Look how successful uh, the last Halloween was. Then you look at the Blumhouse stuff like uh, Get Out, Happy Death Day, um, you know, the Purge films, Mars just opened up and he's doing quite well already because these have got quite small budgets. So the thing is, for it to be the classes are here, it doesn't have to make back that much money. Like, um, Like this weekend in America, Godzilla came out, Rocket Man came out, Mar came out. Godzilla just picked Aladdin to the top spot mm-hmm. by, by like a couple of million quid. And Aladdin was in its second weekend. Um, that film costs $200 million to make, and that's probably going to be a flop once yeah. all's said and done. Rocket Man opened up at $25 million, and it, co- it cost $40 million to make. Mm-hmm. I think Mar was less than that. Um, so Mar will probably make its money back They've probably made its money back this weekend at the global box office already because it's that smaller budget film. So the thing is, like, Universal will not be expecting these new Blumhouse Universal horror films to be making $600 million at the box office. Which is, which is good, and that's fine. You know, I'm, I'm totally down with that. It's a horror film. Mm. It needs to be a horror film. Yeah. Absolutely aligned. Mm-hmm. Okay, got to see this. Huh? <laughs> yeah, they do a good job of it. I'd love to see them reboot the franchise, but the, the question is still: Is that too risky for a whole theme park? I think it is. What if they did something that was like one man's dream? Yeah, I, I completely. You mean you mean in the Terminator Two building? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When I was I talking about a walk, like a museum kind of thing, that's the kind of thing I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, so, so don't misunderstand me. Is that a good idea? Yeah, that's a good idea. Is that what they're going to do? No. Probably not. not. <laughs> because, because they're up against Galaxy's Edge. They need, a, they need a big hit. 
they're not going to put serious money behind something like that. A walkthrough attraction just isn't going to draw the crowds in. It's not a, it's not a big headliner. It's got to be a headliner. Mm. Oh, you're on the house. Honestly, I freaking <laughs> wish, but I feel like that's being saved for, for the yeah. new park. Like, but then I feel like because Universal has so much big stuff coming up, like Hagrid's Coaster, Mm-hmm. And then you've got Jurassic World and then the new park. Like, I think they have enough big stuff coming up anyway. I don't think whatever goes in the Terminator building, regardless of where it is, I don't think it's going to be a massive deal. I just don't think they... I don't think it's going to be anything that will be, like, massive competition for anything. I just don't think they put in the sort of construction that they seem to be putting in and sort of money that goes with that. If it was just a walkthrough attraction or or they were kind of re you know, kind of repurposing the building. It just seems like they're So then if we pretend that this classic monsters rumor never happened and we go back to Jason Bourne, like what I haven't seen any of the Bourne films, so in my head, I'm just imagining the exact same thing that Terminator was, but with Jason Bourne instead. No, it's more like James Bond. But sort of more, more like the Daniel Craig James Bond. More action. I haven't seen any James Bond film ever. Ah, okay. Uh, John Wick. I love John Wick. Kind of. Kind of. Obsessive John Like, I'd be down for a John Wick attraction. Yeah, I mean, they'd probably be better done something like that because J- Jason Bourne films are, are really good, especially the first three. Like, when did really the last good. Jason Bourne film come out? A couple of years uh, ago. Yeah. Years ago. Yeah, about that. that. But it wasn't... It was it was pretty good, but it wasn't up to the standard of the original three, I didn't think. Mm-hmm. And it's been a long time since the original three were, were around. And the Jeremy Raymer one, the sort of spin-off one, it, again, it was a pretty decent movie, but it didn't it didn't have the traction that the original three had. I think again, I think it's, t- it's too late for those. I don't, I can't see Jason Bourne. Don't, I don't buy it. Hmm. You'd be better going with something like John Wick, which is current. Ooh, yeah. Like I'm always down for Keanu Reeves. <laughs> As my mum used to call him, Kenny Reeves. She couldn't get her head around that. <laughs> Bless her. Okay, so do we have any more news? No. Well, there's the whole 4th of July thing. Um, AKA Stranger Things new season day. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. (laughs) Okay. Cool. So, but what else happened on 4th of July? (laughs) (laughs) It was the Universal um, celebrations. So, they're going to have a new. Um, kind of Independence Day show this year on 4th of July, fireworks, spectacular. Mm. Salute to the Stars and Stripes. Um, but at the same time, they're also going to have the Dark Hearts of Hogwarts. So there's going to be two nighttime spectacular shows on the 4th of July. Yes. Have done that in on both coasts. That's very cool. Yeah. If you're going to be there for that time. Or are you going to be see. sat in bed watching Netflix? <laughs> Stranger Things party. Yeah, probably. July, is it? Yes, like it is on countdown. I am ready. 
<laughs> like so ready. One month. Ooh. Yeah, honestly, look, this whole this whole year's gone really, really quickly. Yeah, for real. Yeah, it's like it's our meetup next week. It is. That's come around really quickly. Yeah, this, this week. week. This yeah. week. This Friday. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was only a while ago that I was sat with our good friend Ash in Bath and I'm like, yeah, so I'm going to meet up in London, but it's ages away. And now it's this week. Yeah. Are you guys excited? Excited, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I am, I am and I'm not because <laughs> of what happened the last time we, we got together, so. Are we going for some vegetarian so, chicken? Well, No. No, not not now. Disappointed. Yeah, only only because it wouldn't be right to to, to do it without Amanda being there. I but, know, so I um, can't make it now, and I'm really sad about it. But I feel like I need like you're gonna have to FaceTime me, so I feel like I'm there. We'll yeah. we'll do it early doors. Yeah, like don't super drunk FaceTime me. That might yeah. be awkward. <laughs> that that will yeah. be about <laughs> three o'clock. Yeah, after honest. three o'clock, just switch your phone off. Yeah, <laughs> we will. We will FaceTime you. Yeah. Yeah, and just FaceTime me at the meetup too. <laughs> we'll bring some spare <laughs> phones. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah, you can just put me and Luke on chairs of our own yeah. and iPads, and I'll be like, yeah. we were there. <laughs> um, the only thing before we move on to the Halloween Horror Night segment that I wanted to mention was. Um, it's coming up to the opening of Jurassic World, the ride at Universal Hollywood. Now they've been quite, they've been quite coy about, um, what they're going to be doing, you know, what this new ride is going to be. Cause it's not really a new ride. Is it? It's, it's kind of like a retheme of the original, but from what I've seen, and I don't know if this is just the impression they're giving you, or if this is actually what the ride's going to be like, I think they're adding in screens. So you know that you know that giant um I don't know what a dinosaur's called, but you know the, the giant dinosaur in Jurassic World that um is in the, the, the pole. Yes. Yeah, yeah I think Iguanodon? No. no. Is it Indominus Rex? No, that's the, the big swimming one. Yeah, Indominus Rex. Oh uh, wait, yeah. Big, oh yeah, that's yeah, that's oh, the big big the one. Movie. Oh, yes. on the raid, sorry. Oh right, no. So I think when you kind of go inside uh, the building now, you see that come swinging up to the boat. Ah. But they've been very, like, they've not really talked about what they're doing to it. And it's only on, like, the kind of little videos they're putting out to say the ride is coming out soon. But that's what I think they've done. Because, I mean, look, it's been closed for, what, seven, eight months? Mm-hmm. Something closed a long time. So it's not going to be drastically different to what it is already. But I think that's what we're going to see, is that. Yeah, well, that's very exciting. I've just looked it up on Google. It's called the Rip Your Arsosaurus. Uh, that, that makes <laughs> Seems sense. legit. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Luke, I have a question. Go for it. Speaking about Jurassic Park and Jurassic World and rides. So, I've been watching your latest videos. Oh, appreciate it. Honestly. <laughs> and... What, why are you getting so wet on Jurassic Park now? I don't know. Like, what's changed? I have no clue. I think the left of that boat, because we were getting like the front left a lot. I think that's just 
where you get freaking soap. Like, honestly, in all the years that I've been, like, I might get, like, a little sprinkling. Or, like, right? every so often I might get, like, a little bit. But, like, you guys were freaking totally soaked. Like, it looked yeah. like you'd be on Dudley Do-Right. Yeah, it was bad. I don't know what's been going on, but... Like, I didn't know if they'd added anything new to make it be like that, or they'd changed something. Yeah, I think they put, like, uh, just blocks of cement in the boat, maybe. Honestly. <laughs> I think I think they've employed people to stand near the bottom of the, the inner Jurassic uh, Park to throw buckets of water at you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but I thought it was crazy. But, I mean, I've been loving all the videos that you've been doing. They've been so cool. Oh, thanks, thanks. Yeah. I loved um, the Fast Passes. Oh, yeah, that was freaking nice. So those Fast Passes, like, how, how did they work? Because... I know that when you're staying in the host in one of the hotels and you get the free fast passes, you have to like get your picture taken and stuff and your pictures on it. But if you buy, so I didn't know this was a thing until I saw it in your video. I didn't know that you could buy a fast pass and then different, like obviously not like you shouldn't, like you should just use it yourself. But I didn't know that there was like nothing on there to say that that was specifically for you. Oh yeah, I think if um the resort they do take the picture so like if mm-hmm. i guess a resort guest gave that to us and it would show the picture then we i don't know they'd, they'd question it but for us yeah they would just scan it and it just said it's a fast pass for today and it was an unlimited fast pass but only for islands of adventure so oh right okay so it wasn't a double park one yeah i'm sure you can get a du- double park one but uh those people i guess just got islands wow oh, i mean because like, it was his birthday was it a busy day? Uh, it was pretty, yeah, it was pretty busy. There was a lot of school groups. There's a lot of school groups recently because um, it's the end of the school year, so all their field trips are going oh, to the yeah. parks. Yuck. So I forgot that American schools closed in, like, May. Yeah, they're basically all done by now. I think, I don't wow. know. Okay, so any more news? Ready, ready? Hmm. See it for me. Okay, well, in that case, let's move on to the Halloween Horror Night section. HHN News and Rumours is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumours all year round. For all things Halloween Horror Nights at both Hollywood and Orlando, visit www.HHNUnofficial.com. Like, where's your freaking soundboard? Oh, mine? Yeah. It's Luke. my mouth. Yeah, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> That's my uh, ghoul sound. <laughs> Perfect. We Perfect. do need a soundboard, though. That would be uh, great. Honestly. So, this is what I've actually missed the most for the podcast because there's been two. Very interesting Halloween Horror Nights house announcements while I've been away, and I've been desperate to talk about them because this first one is like if you listen to this podcast, if you watch my YouTube videos, if you know me in real life, you know that this house was a gigantic freaking deal to me because classic monsters are getting a house this year. And honestly, when the announcement dropped, I felt like I was going to cry. <laughs> Like, it was an emotional time. Like, I know that the classic monsters have been at the event before numerous times in different ways. 
but I just felt like it was such a big deal. And I'm like, they still do care about the classic monsters. There is hope about having an actual classic monsters land and we're going to get even more merch than all the cool merch that we've had for the last year. Like this oh, is massive. Yes. I didn't even think about the merch. Honestly, like I know that like when, it, like again, in your videos, you've been showing like all the cool merch that they have in that shop and all like I, I bought the shop, the vault shop out last year of all the classic monsters merch that they had. But I just know that this year's Halloween Horror Nights merch is going to be like next level. Like I'm going to be poor. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be very good. So this house, I'm just buzzing. Like, I'm just buzzing about it. So in the artwork, I didn't know whether they were just going to focus on maybe like one or two of the monsters because I know that the Hollywood house is just having, is it Wolfman versus Frankenstein? Oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, the Hollywood one, I'm sure it's Wolfman versus Frankenstein. Um. But R1 is going to be all of the classic monsters. So in the artwork, um, like the main bit of the artwork is Frankenstein, Dracula and Wolfman. But then lurking in the shadows, you can see like silhouettes of the Hunchback, Bride of Frankenstein, the Mummy, Phantom of the Opera and Creature from the Black Lagoon. And Creature from the Black Lagoon is my all-time favourite classic monster. And I feel like the way that they've been having the houses for the last few years where like the sets have always been good and the makeup and the costume has always been good. But I feel like the last few years they've really, really kicked it up to the next level and it's been like some of the most ridiculously immersive sets I've ever seen. So all that I've been thinking about is this Black Lagoon section of the house and what it's going to be like. And I'm just dying thinking about it. I think it's just going to be ridiculous. I'm pretty excited. The thing is, what you've got to look at is, you know, who is, you know, running the design of these houses. And it's very clear from their Twitter accounts that the people that are making these, uh, you know, or, or this house in particular, is a huge fan themselves of the films. And so when you've got somebody that really loves what they're doing, that's got to be a good thing. That can only be a good thing. So, you know, it would have been a good announcement anyway, but when you know that the person that's in charge of it, you know, lives and breathes it in the way that you do, Amanda, that's going to be an amazing house. Yeah. Like, I just, I know how passionate they are about these films. And I just know that every ounce of that passion is going to go into making it and I know that they're going to I know that the perfectionists for the stuff anyway but I just know how much they really love these films and I know that it's going to be like it's my most hyped house of the year and it's probably my most hyped house from the last 10 years honestly I feel like I'm going to spend all of my time in this house yes I've never even experienced a classic monsters house uh, please never Wait. mention the perfection again Amanda Wait, was there one in 25? Uh, there was. There was like a bit in uh, Jack's 25 year, I think. Yeah, I think there was. A, I don't think it had its own house, but I'm sure it was represented. Yeah. 
So, uh, fudge, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be ridiculously good. Like, I posted a video. So I recorded a video the day that it was announced, and then I didn't end up posting it for a couple of weeks after. But in the video, I was discussing what I thought the facade was going to be. And I was like, I really feel like it's going to be Dracula's castle. I feel like that makes the most sense. But I didn't know whether you guys thought anything different. Uh, I mean, the only other thing I could think it could possibly be is like the um, the opera house. Oh, that I didn't even think about that. That would be cool. Or they could, depending on how much they have it left, they could reuse some of the dead water set to do like the creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Swap zombies. Yes. Like, I feel like there's just so many different possibilities with this house. And I really hope that it's a long house. I hope that it's not kind of just every monster has like one room. Yeah. Like, I'm down for this being the big house of the year. I think it's going to be going where uh, Dead Exposure was last year. Oh, really? I think. Not 100%. That was uh, I mean, one of the. I feel like this house deserves a sound stage. Yeah, for real. Like walking, like what they did. Yeah, so Dead Exposure was like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like that's how I feel like. I feel like it needs to be a very long one. I feel like it needs to be in a sound stage so it can have a, a massive, beautiful facade inside. Yeah. I feel like that's what it, this house deserves. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. I mean, so with the greatest respects, like, you know, you've got this house announcement and the ones that we're going to talk about in a minute as well. Plus, we're going out there. Plus, you can meet us out there. Oh. Gratis. I mean, is this not the best year for Halloween Horror Nights ever? Hard. It's going to be hard to top but so yeah. far. Yeah. yeah, Come on. You can't beat that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm also really hoping for Classic Monsters themed snacks. You mean like some monster mash? Some monster oh, mash. Oh, I'm out of here. So. Oh, oh. <laughs> but I feel I like who's all thinking it? Honestly, yeah. Does this? I I don't know if it's like a cake or it's like a donut type of thing, but it's like a barefoot. I oh, want to say it's like donutty, like yeah, a bear claw. Yeah, Wait. is it like a? It's like a cake. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like a, yeah, it's like a big donut, I guess. I haven't had yeah, one. Yeah, like, I thought it was like a donutty, like, cronutty type, type thing. Like, I don't know. But imagine it like a creature from the Black Lagoon hand one of them. Green. Like, I think that would be cool. It says it's a yeast raised pastry similar to a Danish. Honestly, yeah. Like, there's so many different snack possibilities. You could have, like, Dracula-themed drinks. You could have like Frankenstein's lab theme drinks. And they could like smoke would come out with them. Ooh, yeah, like a flaming mo. Oh, do you reckon they could bring back the test tubes? Maybe. Like this would be the opportune time. Yeah. I know because we were going to talk about bags, it. Like, well, we were going to talk about it earlier, and we forgot to. Sorry, Mister D. 
about the Blue Man Group. But the Blue Man Group, although they still do, but they used to sell uh, syringes of alcoholic drink that was blue that you just used to like shoot into your mouth. So, and, and they had the test tubes as well. So that'd be cool if they brought those back. Yeah. So for our UK listeners, there's a there's a I don't know if it's just UK or US, but there's a there's a deal on certainly in the UK if you buy a park ticket, like a free ticket, free park ticket, then you can get a free Blue Man Group ticket included. If you're if you're interested, but you gotta you gotta do it before the fifteenth of June. Oh, it's not long. Oh yeah, yeah. that's a short time. Has it has it been on for a while already, or is it literally no. just like a short thing? Yeah, no, it's new. It just started at the weekend. Oh wow! I think that's cool though, because like I know that we said on quite a few episodes before, like I like I've been going to Universal since nineteen ninety two, and I've never been to Blue Man Group in all of those years. Yeah. Well, to be fair, it's not been on since nineteen ninety two. No, no, but it has <laughs> been there for a fair few years. Yeah, I think two thousand four, five, maybe. Um, we did it on our first trip. Yeah, early two thousands for sure. Yeah, we did it. We did it on our first trip, which was two thousand seven, and we did, that year we did Cirque du Soleil as well down at uh, Downtown Disney. And I much prefer Blue Man Group myself. Oh, I really, I really like Blue Man Group. I think it's very clever, very funny, um, unique. I think the problem with the Cirque shows is that even though they got different themes, like. They're, they're they're very similar in style it's just the theme of the actual show is different but you see the same kind of acrobats and and, and sequences blue man group is is really unique to me so um yeah i think if you haven't done it that's a great deal absolutely great deal yeah for sure i know that when we did the unmask and the horror tour last year you you wait around in the blue man group um stage area and they give you a discount on blue man group packages for doing an unmask and the horror tour so they had all these different offers that they were given to us and i was like i feel kind of sad that's like one of my last days so i don't have time to take advantage of the offer but if i was going to get it included in my tickets like i know a couple of years ago when i bought my disney tickets they were giving away Cirque du Soleil tickets for free then and you just had to schedule which day you wanted to go so i feel like it if i was going to buy my universal tickets that way and i was going to get a free blue man ticket i'd 100% go and try it for sure yeah it's it's, it's definitely worthwhile i think if if we weren't going for as long as we were going this time around and I could buy that ticket to have that Blue Man Group ticket, I would definitely go and see it again. Yep, sounds good. Yeah, we're just waiting to see, uh, you know, also since we're talking about Halloween Horror Nights, we have a, a source who's told us that the, the other Halloween Horror Nights tickets are going to come out this week. So things like the Frequent Fear yes. Pass, etc. Oh, right. hell yeah. That yeah, is exciting. The, yeah, so the current deal is buy one, get one free, mm-hmm. which is a pretty good deal if you if you want to go twice. And it's about £70 in the UK and it's about $82 in the US. And that, that deal is only on until the 5th of June. So you've got to believe that yes. come the 5th of June, it's going to be replaced by 
something else. Because yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna get those tickets, but you had to use it. It was Sunday to Thursday. Yeah, not so. Same yet to use in the same week. Right. So we're yeah. we're getting there on Thursday. So it means that you know, if it, if it was that you could use it on one Thursday and the next Sunday, I would have definitely got it. But yeah, um, you, you had to be the same week. So therefore, it was of no use to us, unfortunately. Yeah. So interesting to see what happens this week. Well, we'll be we'll be in the pub drinking, trying to buy our tickets. That's what's going to be happening. That's dangerous. Very. Make sure we do that first. I was drunk. Trying to type in credit card details. What could go wrong? It was bad enough us trying to record a podcast last time. That was a disaster. Yeah. Um, so, Matt, what's the next house that you wanted to talk about? Uh-oh. She says her internet keeps cutting out. Everyone sounds like robots. Okay, I'm, oh. I'm back for a second. My internet just really keeps cutting out. <laughs> and it keeps, everything just keeps going up. And I'm like, hello, <laughs> is anybody there? So the next house is Depths of Fear. And this one I'm really freaking excited about. So this is an original house. And this is Deep Sea Miners are in a submerged submarine. And there's this group of creatures called mouth brooders. And we're going to be in like a super claustrophobic setting. All of these weird monsters are going to be attacking us. I'm guessing we're going to get very wet in this house. Oh, yeah. And they'll be spitting, fleshy and acidic eggs out. So I'm imagining that it'll be like the Humpty Dumpty scene. Oh, yeah. Fairy tale. <laughs> When you were just getting soaked by egg yolk. <laughs> <laughs> but this sounds really freaking cool. Like, I'm really excited about it. And the, the artwork for this is, like, a guy in a window, and he's got all of these, like, these green eggs all over his face. Ooh. I'm imagining, like, proper, like, 80s kind of, weird underwater sci-fi type film yeah i'm also thinking it's gonna be kind of similar to the the, uh what's that one scene in scary tales with the uh, mermaids yeah i was like because that felt like you were kind of underwater for sure but instead it's gonna be mouth broders broders breeders breeders mouth breathers stranger things yeah (laughs) yeah no this looks like i know that we don't have a lot of info on it just yet but i mean this sounds freaking cool yeah like for sure i think like when so there was like a um a speculation map that horror night nightmares put out every year and when this was first listed on the map, I think a lot of people were hearing rumours of, like, a shark-themed house. Oh, yeah. So there was a lot of talk of maybe something like Jaws. Yeah, which would... So when I first saw this, I was like, oh, my God, like, it is going to be, like, a shark-themed house. Like, that would be ridiculously cool. But, um, honestly, like, I was thinking of, like, 
is it deep blue sea no i think it's it has, deep like, blue the world rock. deep blue sea is that a movie yeah oh lou come on i don't know uh, i'm sure it's called deep blue sea but that's was. the kind of thing that i was thinking and then i kind yeah. of honestly there's another movie a czech movie called uh, dark blue world that could be the one you're thinking about like But Deep Blue Sea was a movie, and Deep Blue Sea Two was a strange enough. That was a sequel. You what? Yeah. It was a sequel. Joker. Joker. Wow! You heard it here first. And also, don't forget about the Meg. Yeah, oh. Sharknado. Sharknado would would be my money. money. Well, if they didn't close down Twister, you, you'd probably be bang on with that. Yeah. What's next, Amanda? Uh oh, we probably sound like robots. Uh oh. Oh, yeah, she said it's cut out completely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think oh. I'm back. I think I'm oh, back. There you are. <laughs> it just keeps cutting out on me and I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> so, yeah, I was thinking like a deep blue sea kind of thing, but then I kind of thought maybe it would be like um, maybe a house sequel to Dead Man's War. What was that Which one about? Oh, yeah. So that was, that was the one. It was a scare zone with a ship, and then there was, like, all of these fishermen who attend, like, weird mutant kind of fishermen. Like, it was such a cool scare zone. And that was the kind of vibe that I was feeling after that. And, I mean, I feel like it's not a million miles apart from it. But, yeah. I mean, it sounds awesome. Yeah, these ones that sound like more and like... I always love the originals anyway. Like, the originals are always my favourite houses. And I think I like the fact that you don't really know what you are going to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Unknown is scary. Yeah, mm-hmm. the only year I've been, my favourite one was, was Lightning Gulch, which was an original house. Oh, yeah. I thought they did a fantastic job. Where's my gold? <laughs> Where's my gold? <laughs> I mean, that was the thing that surprised me the most is, I've, I've said it numerous times, but like at Halloween Horror Nights 27 was that, although like The Shining was the big deal that year and it was fantastic, that I thought some of the original houses were the best of the of the whole event, especially Dead Horses. For sure, definitely. And I feel like as much as I love seeing like my favorite films and my favorite TV shows at the event. Like you do kind of, like you go in with an expectation. Mm-hmm. Like when we had Seeds of Extinction last year and they didn't give us that much information about it, but then when they did a round table Q and A with the creative team and they were talking a little bit more about it. And I was like, it sounds cool, but I still have no idea what I'm going into. And I like that. Yeah. Oh, show. Yeah, so I, I kind of like that they're just giving us like a little brief, tiny brief description just so we know like the overall basis of it. But I am going to make a point of not watching anybody's videos or listening to anything that anybody says about any of these original houses because I would like to be surprised. And I don't want to see any costumes or any makeups <laughs> or any sets or any facades. I know that it's hard when it's in the tent houses, but I'm going to try my best 
I know that the event starts a little bit earlier this year, so it's going to start a week earlier. Oh my gosh. Even longer that I have to try to avoid things, but I'll try. Tires are winners. That's all that matters. Honestly, yeah. That is the truth. That is the truth. So there's another um, rumoured original house this year. And it is, I think that the rumoured name for it is Hide and Shriek. Maybe. Oh, is that like the graveyard? a graveyard setting house. That would be freaking cool. So, honestly, like, I love graveyards anyway. But I don't know whether they're going to go, like, down the lines of, like, a catacombs kind of graveyard or, like... I think it's Highgate Cemetery in London, I want to say. And I'm sure that I'm thinking of the right one. And people say that there's vampires there. Like that it's plagued by a vampire. So I don't know whether they're going to go around that kind of thing because I know that some of the creative team have like visited that cemetery like in the past year or two on trips. Or whether it's going to be just like a flat out like ghosts and undesirables in a graveyard but that's another of the of the houses that even though I know absolutely zilch about it it's one of the ones I'm excited about yeah that one's definitely up there for the hype because that sounds freaking awesome for sure vampires apparently is it like I wonder if it was like plague victims or something. I might be wrong. I might be thinking of a completely different cemetery. I don't know. It's been a while since I've been on a podcast. (laughs) I I still want to go back to the original comment that you made saying, I really love. I mean, that would be cool. I really love graveyards. That was a weird statement. (laughs) Yeah. So, do we have any more? The only. the only rumour, because it looks like there might be another house announced this week, Ooh. but the rumour, I just saw it on, on Instagram, actually. Who posted it? John someone? I've lost it now. Um, but it looks like... Um, John Rosari? Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It looks like Killer Clowns is going to be announced yes. this week. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds very disappointing. I swear I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited. Like, I know that I, when I recorded, like, one of my more recent videos and I was talking about rumors, I was like, I don't know if Killer Clown's going to come back. Like, I don't really know if I believe it. Like, for sure, Hollywood, I just don't know about Orlando. And it's not that I didn't want to see it. Like, I love Killer Clowns from outer space. And I think that it, like, when it was announced as a scare zone, I was like, why it would make an amazing house like why would you put out an excursion when it could be so cool inside and now that i've seen all those costumes i know how cool it could be like i'm so down yes. for a house and yeah. there's been a lot of construction pictures being posted of the hollywood mm-hmm. of them doing the tent yeah and it looks a little obvious yeah those pictures <laughs> Yes, it does. <laughs> but then Hollywood, Hollywood and Orlando don't always have the same houses, do they? So there is that kind of chance that just because we think it's going to be announced, it will be, but not necessarily for Orlando. 
potentially? I mean, all signs point to Killer Khan's in Orlando, honestly. Oh no, no, I'm not. You know, I, I, I still think it will be. I'm just saying that they, there's an outside chance that they, it might just be announced for Hollywood, and that's it. But I, I'm with you. I think it's going to be announced as well. Mm-hmm. And so far, all of our IPs have been shared IPs this year. So Stranger Things, Classic Monsters, even though they're just getting two of the Classic Monsters, um, and then if we have Killer Clowns, and then apparently both for Ghostbusters too. Well, I mean, uh, I don't know if we can legally say that as a rumour yet. I mean, Ghost Emoji. Ghost Emoji. Oh, oh okay, now I know what she's talking about. <laughs> well, now, now she said Ghost Emoji, even <laughs> though she said the full title. Ghost Emoji is the one that set the alarm bells ringing. Yeah. I mean, I've got a funny accent. Who knows what I said? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd Ghost say that in post. what I call my breakfast. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Coffee or something? Honestly, who knows? I mean, I, I mean, that's the rumour, and I really, because I'm going to be there, I really want it to be true. Me too. I can like, already smell the toasted marshmallow. Honestly, I feel like this year is just shaping up to be such a freaking good year. And then you have 30. Exactly. That's, that's, the, that's the fear for me, is that 30's a year away, and yet this year, so far, just sounds like the most ridiculous year. Yeah, I think they'll top it though, for sure. Yeah, but still, I'm excited as as heck. Definitely, like every single thing that's even been like slightly rumored this year has been a good rumor. Everything, like there hasn't been one thing that's been mentioned where I've been like, oh no. Like I kind of, you know, you know my thoughts on haunted hill house, love it, but I just didn't didn't really see it as a house. Um. But other than that, everything that I've heard rumor of has well, sounded there, good. There was one on the HHN Nightmares map, which was the Tooth Fairy. And that one doesn't really sound too interesting to me. Did you guys see that? Wait, which one? I don't know which map it was, but I think it was on a, uh, the, one of those Nightmares maps. And it was like a Tooth Fairy house. Oh, no, I am excited about that. that I don't know. That just makes me think of The Rock. that came out a few years ago and i think that is just called tooth fairy maybe it might have a different it might have a different fancy kind of name but that was like it's a horror and that was terrifying like it was really scary and then i just saw halloween town which has the tooth fairy in it (laughs) i cannot believe it's 2019 (laughs) you've only just seen halloween Um, yeah sorry sorry it's lacking I also, saw, I also saw a rumour of Zombieland. For a scare zone. Awesome. I think that's even better than a house. Well, yeah, there's... You could sell it limited edition Twinkies. <laughs> <laughs> and snowballs. Well, Zombie, Zombieland 2 is coming out this year as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. There is, yeah. So it would make sense that they'd want to, um, to do something about that yeah. this year if they've got a new film coming out. So... Fingers crossed for that as well. Especially if they get Bill Murray to appear in person every night. Just being Bill Murray. Have you seen that new film that's coming out? The, the new zombie film? 
Uh, the dead don't live or something. Something like that. Yeah, I have because Bill Murray's in that as well, and Adam Driver. Yes. It looks really good. I know somebody that saw an advanced screening of it and said it's not as good as you think it's going to be. Oh, really? I don't know if that's from a scare point of view or a comedy point of view. But I mean, yeah, that trailer looks great. We yeah. don't get it until we get it in July. It comes out in America, I think, uh, a couple of weeks. Maybe a week on Friday. Something like that. Yeah, I just saw the trailer for that. And, like all the cameos looked crazy, but yeah, yeah. Is it a comedy? Is it like a, it's a it's a bit it's a bit like Zombieland in, yeah. in terms of um, not just because Bill Murray's in it, but in terms of yeah. it looks like it's a bit more of a tongue in cheek zombie film. It's got a really good cast: Tilda Swinton, Adam Driver, uh, Danny Glover. I think I saw it in the trailer as well. Yeah. Bill Murray, Carol Kane. Yeah, it looks it looks it looks like it's got a really good cast. It looks really interesting, but yeah, I'm still gonna go and see it. Yeah, I'm for sure gonna go and see it. Okay, any more before my microphone cuts back out again? Look, just because you say that a one man rumour. Yeah, just because you can say phantasm over and over again. (laughs) An overlord. (laughs) Phantasm and overlord. Still I need to see overlords. I really want to watch that. that. We watched it again this week. We finished watching it this week. <sighs> definitely, definitely would make a great house. Is it World That's War awesome. One? Two. World War Two. two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of weird. It's kind of a mo- definitely a movie of two halves. Okay. I will. I will get to watch that. I will get to watch yeah. that. Yeah. I'm gonna buy Phantasm. I want to watch that again because I haven't seen that for so long. But I just remember it was a really good classic 1980s horror film that's the one the spheres right yeah yeah all right cool. uh, no, that's that's all i had amanda okay is there anything else that anyone wants to talk about real quick before we wrap up yeah. uh hagrid's coaster we can't talk about it now luke it's halloween horror nights Oh, missed the boat. Sorry, sorry, please. <laughs> no, but hopefully that... Oh, go ahead, sorry. Sorry, what? Go ahead. I was going to say, hopefully it opens soft, uh, soft opens soon. Because it comes out in 10 days. Yeah. Honestly, I was expecting yeah. that to be softies like now. I'm surprised yeah. that there isn't. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. I think they're going to have like a big show, though, because they have all those posts out and stuff. Well, I thought that they... like. I saw them putting barriers out a couple of days ago, and I was like, this is it. It's softy time. Mm-hmm. And then nothing. So, I mean, like, it's yeah, gone pretty close. Come on, I just want to ride it. It, it, really, it really looks good. There's a, there's a part of me that wonders if they designed this attraction with Tron in mind, because obviously... Magic Kingdom's getting that Tron roller coaster in 2021, I think. It'll open the 50th anniversary. And that's obviously a bike coaster as well. You don't see very many roller coasters that are based around bikes. So uh, I don't include ET in that, Amanda. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did, I, but I did wonder. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah just, just to make sure. Um, but yeah, I do, I do wonder if. Um, some of the reason 
for doing this was to kind of take some wind out of the sails of Tron by the time that opens. But regardless of what the reasoning is, what I've seen so far, it does look incredible. And I'm really pleased that I'm going to be able to ride it later this year. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So when you ride it, do you want to ride in the on the motorbike bit or in the sidecar bit? Uh, the first time I don't mind and the second time whatever I didn't do the first time <laughs> nice I think I think it'll just be one of those things where it, the only major difference is going to be what you might see because obviously if you're sat on the bike you're going to although you can obviously see everything you're going to be sat on one side of the attraction so you might see things better on one go of the ride and then you'll see other things better on the second go because you'll be sat on the other side of the of the track i agree but i think the experience will be pretty similar regardless of what you sit in um but if i my first go i'd be quite happy to sit in the sidecar i've always wanted to sit in a sidecar <laughs> so i mean i can learn to ride a motorbike and i'll get a sidecar for you superb <laughs> you be wallet i'll be grommet cool cool Honestly. Mm-hmm. okay well on that note thanks so much for listening it's been so good to be back I can't wait for next week to talk about the new potential Halloween Horror Nights announcement and I promise I'll catch up on all of the other stuff that I've missed and I'll talk about more things <laughs> yeah we missed out electrocuting people at Volcano Bay that's going to have to wait oh, oh well, I mean that's a cliffhanger if I ever heard one yeah dang so we really appreciate everybody listening don't forget about our meetup in orlando come and join the facebook group so you can get in on all the info about it because i am for sure going to that one and i'm dead excited about it so and once we'll see you guys in the next sale, episode bye-bye once tickets go on sale we will put out the itinerary that's the only reason we haven't done it yet so that will be coming very very soon yeah, not tickets to the meetup. We're not doing that. Tickets for Halloween Horror Nights. Yes, 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 yes. Just be clear. Our meetup is free. That's that's what. Yeah. Free well, well done. Well done, Amanda. Thank you. I'm just I'm just clarifying. <laughs> so you don't need a ticket yeah, for the meetup. <laughs> I was getting confused there. I mean, I'll write you a ticket on a post-it note if that's what you're on, but it's free. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bye. <laughs> bye. Yeah, well, really bye then. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to this show. If you would like to support us and the other After Dark Podcast Network shows, please visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash disasterdark. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash disasterdark. As well as supporting the show, there are other goodies available, including badges and soon t-shirts available as a thank you for your support.